Treasures Made New, your devotional podcast on the go or at home, where we read the scriptures and reflect on them with those from the past. Today we'll be reading Matthew 8, verses 28 to 34, and then through J.C. Rao's expository thoughts on Matthew. Please take a moment to pause and ask the Holy Spirit to bring understanding and to apply what we hear. Matthew, chapter 8, verses 28 to 34. And when he came to the other side, to the country of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him, coming out of the tombs, so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many pigs was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. This is the word of the Lord. The subject of these seven verses is deep and mysterious. The casting out of a devil is here described with special fullness. It is one of those passages which throw strong light on a dark and difficult point. Let us settle it firmly in our minds that there is such a being as the devil. It is a dreadful truth, and one too much overlooked. There is an unseen spirit ever near us, of mighty power and full of endless malice against our souls. From the beginning of creation, he has labored to injure man. Until the Lord comes the second time and binds him, he will never cease to tempt and practice mischief. In the days when our Lord was upon earth, it is clear that he had a peculiar power over the bodies of certain men and women, as well as over their souls. Even in our own times, there may be more of this bodily possession than some suppose, though confessedly in far less degree than when Christ came in the flesh. But that the devil is ever near us in spirit and ever ready to ply our hearts with temptations ought never to be forgotten. Let us, in the next place, settle it firmly in our minds that the power of the devil is limited. Mighty as he is, there is one mightier still. Keenly set as his will is on doing harm in the world, he can only work by permission. These very verses show us that the evil spirits know they can go to and fro and ravage the earth until the time allowed them by the Lord of Lords. Have you come down here to torment us, they say, before the time? Their very petition shows us that they could not even hurt one of the Gadarene swine unless Jesus, the Son of God, allowed them. Permit us, they say, to go away into the herd of pigs. Let us, in the next place, settle it in our minds that our Lord Jesus Christ is man's great deliverer from the power of the devil. He can redeem us not only from all iniquity and this present evil world, but from the devil. It was prophesied of old that he should bruise the serpent's head. He began to bruise that head when he was born of the Virgin Mary. 
He triumphed over that head when he died on the cross, and he showed his complete dominion over Satan by healing all who were oppressed by the devil when he was upon earth. Acts 10.38 Our great remedy in all the assaults of the devil is to cry to the Lord Jesus and to seek his help. He can break the chains that Satan casts around us and set us free. He can cast out every devil that plagues our hearts as surely as in the days of old. It would be miserable indeed to know that there is a devil ever near us if we did not know that Christ was able to save to the uttermost, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for us. Hebrews 7.25 Let us not leave this passage without observing the painful worldliness of the Gadarenes, among whom this miracle of casting out a devil was wrought. They besought the Lord Jesus to depart from their borders. They had no heart to feel for anything but the loss of their swine. They cared not that two fellow creatures with immortal souls were freed from Satan's bondage. They cared not that there stood among them one greater than the devil, Jesus, the Son of God. They cared for nothing but that their swine were drowned and the hope of their gains gone. They ignorantly regarded Jesus as one who stood between them and their prophets, and they only wished to be rid of him. There are only too many like these Gadarenes. There are thousands who care not one jot for Christ or Satan, as long as they can make a little more money and have a little more of the good things of this world. From this spirit may we be delivered. Against this spirit may we ever watch and pray. It is very common. It is awfully infectious. Let us recollect every morning that we have souls to be saved and that we shall one day die and after that be judged. Let us beware of loving the world more than Christ. Let us beware of hindering the salvation of others because we fear the increase of true religion may diminish our gains or give us trouble. That is the end of Ryle's expository thoughts for these verses. Let us carefully consider what we have heard today. And may the Lord be pleased to bring the growth for his 